Hello and welcome into Slow Burn episode five, Jeff. Episode five. We did episode four last two weeks ago, uh, and it seemed to be really popular with the uh, the chick flick, um, Sweet Home Alabama. Let's be honest. It was because Lori carried the show. She did indeed carry the show. I think I think the people just love when we don't talk so much is is the real key. Can you to, really blame them though? I mean, I really can't. Uh, so. Moving on from last week, I, I there was no show last week. I was dying sick, and uh, Jeff could not carry the show by himself. So here we are uh, in two weeks, giving you a new episode. Uh, this week we're going to do a little something different. We're going to start off with a topic that I think we're going to do weekly now, uh, just because there's so many trailer drops, especially in the season, and there's so many new movies announced that I think it would be cool if we just touch on new movies that are announced, and new trailers that are dropped, new, I guess ideas that are dropped for movies and such like that and just talk talk about them a little bit and i think the people really want to know how jeffrey spradlin feels about new movies coming out that's what everybody wants to know man Uh, it's very it's it's very very true so what i want to do right now is i want to start off with all the movies coming out on october and you just give me a quick like one to ten rating of how excited you are ten being the most excited one being like eh. yes okay you ready i'm ready okay so this is just october since we're coming up on it. And these are just kind of the major drops. Obviously, there's a lot more movies than this coming out. Venom, Let There Be Carnage, coming out October 1st. How are we feeling? 1 to 10. I'm going to give it a 3. A 3? Okay, I'll give it a 5. Uh, I think uh, from the reviews I read, the reviews came out. I think it got a 72 on uh, for critics on Rotten Tomatoes. It, yeah. it seems like kind of it's supposed to be just a, a fun a fun superhero movie is what they're trying to do. Sure. Yeah. And it's probably not going to be good, but hey, it's Tom Hardy, and I think there can be some funny stuff. I see what they're trying to go with the humor. Yeah. Don't know if it's going to work. We talked about this a little bit. The trailer, I thought the trailer looked abysmal, to be honest with you. It's Woody um, Harrelson, too. I do like Woody Harrelson. And Tom Hardy. Not generic Woody Harrelson. The, the actual Woody the Harrelson. The actual Woody Harrelson. <laughs> yeah, I love Tom Hardy as well. I just, that voice he's doing for Venom is so weird. It's very Ugh, weird. I it's like very, it. it's very weird. I see, like, again, I see what they're trying to do with the comedy, but. I don't. I didn't watch the first one, but this one has Woody Harrelson in it, and it seems a little bit more interesting. I know that we talked about uh, the director saying he wants to push the PG thirteen rating uh, with the the violence and the gore. I guess to be um, honest with you, I'm so uninterested in this movie. I don't even know who's directing it. Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head. I, I literally just have a list of the movies, so that's it. So I'm probably gonna butcher a lot of the people <laughs> in it. The directors. What's it's new? literally just a, yeah. Again, <laughs> it's just a list of movies. So we'll move on from Venom. I give it a five. You give it a three. I think it could be okay. I'm probably not going to see it theaters. I'll probably wait for a random rental or when it drops on like Netflix or HBO or something like that. I'll watch it then. Um, next, we have two, uh, The Many Saints of Newark, the, the Sopranos movie, kind of the Sopranos prequel movie coming out also October 1st. Now, I never actually got to watch The Sopranos. It was a little bit before I started watching kind of, I guess, dramatic TV shows. Mm-hmm. Obviously, a lot TV. before because it was early 2000s, and I did not watch anything but like cartoons in the early 2000s. Uh, but it, it looks very interesting. I know, obviously, Sopranos is arguably one of the greatest shows of all time. That's what everybody tells me anyways. Yeah. It's got that good mob theme. Uh, what do you think? And I know that it's the son of the actor who played Tony Soprano yeah. is the actor who's playing young Tony Soprano. Yes. James Gandolfini's son, which yes. is really cool. It is very cool. I've heard that he has a lot of the same mannerisms, too, that James Gandolfini had. So I think that Makes adds sense. another element. What do you think in 1 to 10? It's tough to say. I watched a couple seasons of The Sopranos, and I did my whole thing I do with TV shows where I'm like, this is so good, and then I never finish it. Yep. So it's hard to say. I thought the trailer looked really good. I know the reviews on it so far are kind of mid. I don't know. I'll give it a six. I will definitely watch it, but it's not like I'm going to have the same appreciation for it as a hardcore Sopranos fan will. No, I get it. This is a movie, since it's coming out on HBO, that I'll just probably watch on HBO. 
because I can do that. Uh, <laughs> yes, you can. Titane. Now, I really don't know anything about this movie, Ooh, Jeff. I do. Okay, I do. so you're going to have to tell me about Titane. Okay, so this movie is written and directed by Julie de Carnot, right? She's a French filmmaker. And her first okay. movie, this is her This is her follow-up to her debut feature, which was called Raw. It's one of the most messed up, like, just insane, over-the-top movies you'll ever watch. It's a horror movie that is incredible. And yes, <laughs> what I've heard about this movie is that it is even more crazy than Raw. Okay. And you like have to see it to believe it. Like, so it's a horror movie? Is that what I'm getting? Kind of, so with Raw, it's not a horror movie. Well, Titan. Terms. I'm saying Titan. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure. It's not going to be supernatural or anything like that. I think it's more horror in terms of gross out. Like you can't Ugh. believe what you're seeing. When it, pre- when it premiered at festivals, the word is that they had like arguably the most walkouts ever. Like they claim people were throwing up in the showroom. So one to ten? I'm going to give it a nine. <laughs> <laughs> That was the most perfect Jeff explanation ever. Like people were walking out, throwing up. Yes, nah, I can't I wait. See it, man. Um, well, because of that, I don't like the gross stuff. Like just mm-hmm. ew, ew. Yeah, raw is insane. It's. Man. I guess it's one of those like train wreck kind of things. Like you watch it just because you can't not see it, but you you don't really want to see it kind of thing. Uh, I'll give it a two. <laughs> All right. Uh, no time to die. That is. October 8th, so not this coming weekend, but the next weekend, we yes. have the next, the, the final series of James, uh, James, Daniel Craig doing yes. James Bond. Uh, so what, how excited are you? I'm, I'm very excited. This I was love, in your top five. Yes, I that. love Daniel Craig as James Bond. Uh, this, this movie looks really good. You have, uh, Rami Malek as the villain. Mm-hmm. You have Anna de Armas as the, the Bond girl in mm-hmm. this one. Leia Saito uh, as well. Yes, whoever that is. But yes. this is like so. I'm very pumped <laughs> for this. It's a. It's gonna. It looks like a great James Bond thriller type movie. Yeah, review right support a great. So it's far. right up my alley. I, I mean, I'm, I'm ten. I'm very well. Nine, nine. Because I'll, I'll give. I'll give a ten well. later. I'm very excited. I'm uh, really. A, a, you're you're pumped for. You like the James yeah. Bond? Well, it's Kerry Joji Fukunaga. As I mentioned before, he directed all of season one of True Detective. He's great. Um, and like I said, reviews so far. I don't know. This movie's really fun. I don't so. know how you know all these directors. All right, I'm a so loser, this is Steven. The, I go, Fair enough. All right, so the the next one, you are, is made your top five, The Last Duel. Mm-hmm. Uh, that comes 15th? out October 15th. Yes. You're correct. So that's the uh, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck kind of reuniting movie there. Um, it's the, the woman who um, might have had an affair, might not, and her husband just basically goes into a duel right. be, with um, Star Wars. Adam Driver. Thank you, Adam Driver. Yes. This is, again... So I have another podcast that I do. I have Cole around so he can tell me the names of coaches and players that I forget. I have Jeff around to tell me the names of actors and directors that I forget. So, <laughs> uh, but that's the the premise of the movie, basically. And I know you told me, I think, that it was kind of historically accurate in that it w- this was a story of the last duel that was ever sanctioned. The last in, legally sanctioned duel in France. Yes, yes, in France. So and the way this movie was written is very interesting. So it's like the reunion of Matt Damon and Ben Affleck after they wrote Good Will Hunting. But they took an interesting approach. Um, a screenwriter named Nicole Holofsener also wrote this with them. So what they did is they all three took a character. So Matt Damon took the character he plays. Ben Affleck took the character he plays. And Nicole Holofsener took the character that Jodie Comer is going to play. And they all wrote a narrative for those three characters. And then Ridley Scott, the director, took it and meshed them all together, allegedly. So this is oh, a very really cool. unique approach to filmmaking, and I can't wait to see how it comes That's out. really cool. I, I'm excited. I, I'm going to give this an eight. I feel like it's going to be one of those where... The guy I don't, because it's a duel, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm assuming somebody's going to die the way it's written and the drama that's attached with it. I really like the way they did the trailer, too, and the cross just kind of showing yeah, different things. I agree. If you've seen the trailer, you know what I'm talking about. They have like a silhouette of a cross. That's the only time you see the picture is when they're actually inside of the, the silhouette of the cross. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm going to give it an eight because I feel like the one I want to live, the good guy, I guess, or the one that I feel like is right that I'm agreeing with is going to die in the duel. That's I, I see that coming from a mile away. <laughs> you could just Google it and see what happens. No, but what? I mean, I it's don't like want Googling you. the ending. Of I things. don't want you to do that. I'm just Why would you do that? No, it's going to happen. Yeah. I'm just predicting it. So just, you're giving this an eight? An eight. I'm very excited about yeah. it. I think it's going to be a really good movie. I'm going to go see it, but I'm going to be let down when <laughs> it's Matt Damon is going to be like the good guy that you root for, and he's just going to get yeah. killed at the end. You know, and I'm so, giving this a 10, man. I know you're very excited five, for it. It was wait. top five. I, um, that's that's great. Uh, the next one, which I think we're going to do kind of a little follow up at the end here to Halloween Kills. That is mm-hmm. October 15th. That is the, the next string of uh, how many Halloween movies are there now? Eight? I don't know. It's double That's digits. a complete guess. It's double digits at this point. It really it is yeah, double digits. Okay, that's complete guess. Eight was a complete guess. It's, it brings back um, tell me the actress's name. Oh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Thank you. See, this is, again, this is why I have you around to give me the names. Yes, give me the names. It brings back Jamie Lee Curtis even though she was in the last one as well, even though I'm pretty sure she killed Michael Myers in the last one. You can't kill Michael Myers. Right? I, but, you know, <laughs> it. Mm, she kind of killed him. Uh, anyways, so it, it brings uh, both of them back, and it's supposed to be the next kind of line in Michael Myers' Halloween movies. I know Jeff and I really like the original Halloween. We really like some of the others. H2O is the goat of all movie, all horror movies. You've never seen it. Halloween H2O with Buster Rhymes kicking Michael Myers into like a flaming like... I don't know, basement, I guess, is what it was. Yeah, the, You would think it's directed by Andy Tennant. I, <laughs> chef's... Chef's kiss. I mean, it's it's, it's glorious. Uh, so, uh, what's your rating? One out of ten. This is tough for me because the first Halloween is one of my favorite movies ever. Like genuinely, um, they definitely decrease in quality over time. I really didn't love the last one that was made by David Gordon Green, so I don't know how much I'm going to enjoy this one, to be honest with you. But I'm going to give it a six. Okay, I, I like that. I'll go with six as well. I'm not that excited for it. I'll watch it, but I'm not that excited for it. Yeah, I just have a feeling it's going to be bad, and I'm All just right. going to be let down. This is going to be a big one uh, for both of us. Dune, October 22nd, which October 22nd. Talk about a day right here. There's another movie coming out October 22nd that you're going to love, too. We're going to get to that one as well. We've got three more movies after this one. Uh, and one of them you're just going to have to explain to me because it's like Titan. I don't know anything about it, but this mm-hmm. is just the list I have. Dune, October 22nd. Uh, it's incredible. It's a remake from the, the 19... We went over this last I believe time. it was 84. 84? Okay, mm-hmm. I was going to say 82. Uh, 1984 movie. Uh, if you don't know anything about it, just watch one of the trailers. There's a million out right now. I am trying desperately, and I think Jeff is too, to avoid... avoid they keep putting all. out clips, like yeah. just full scenes from the movie. Like, for what? Like, you're ruining it. Don't do it. Like, every actor in the world is in this movie? Yes. So hyped. We don't need a billion trailers. No, no. It's, it's, but I think we're both so excited. I mean, this is going to be a 10 for me. I've been looking forward to this movie since it was put off for the 18th, or the first time, I guess, like five years ago. <laughs> we were so depressed last year. I, I, it's been, it's announced. been putting out like a thousand times that it's been, it's been pushed back. It's finally here. I'm very, very excited about it. This is one of those rare movies that's going to come out on HBO, and I'm actually going to go to the movies and see it. Yes. Because I'm such a bad person, and I do that, according to Jeff, anyways, and watch it on HBO. You are a bad person. So, I'm in 10. What do you think, Jeff? I don't even have to say it, dude. Like, it's obviously a 10. Like, let's go. As I say, I don't... My most hype movie I, of the year. As I say, I honestly don't even think we need to explain it that much. I think if you don't know anything about it, go watch a trailer. It's It looks insane. The The mm-hmm. list of actors in it alone, actors slash actresses, I guess, alone is enough to go see it. I agree. Without the story and the... I mean, just the... Visual effects alone. It's going to be insane. Oh, I'm so excited. All right. The next movie that you're going to be a 10 as well. I'm going to be pretty <laughs> high up too. I'm pretty excited <laughs> for this movie. Uh, this one's also got an all-star cast of movies. It's mm-hmm. The French Dispatch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give this one nine. I'm very excited for this movie. It was in re- your top five, right? 
It was. Yeah. Because I, I rewatched the trailer because mm-hmm. I talked about it last time when I watched the trailer before the first time. And I was like, eh, I don't know about this. But I, re- I watched the trailer again and now I'm really excited for it. I'm going to let you speak on this movie because I think you know a lot more about it than I do. Yeah. Well, first of all, this is a Wes Anderson movie. So I'm in. There you go. And this is coming off of Isle of Dogs. I don't know. Did you see that movie? No, you told me about it, though. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's so good. So I, <laughs> that's all I need to know there is this Wes Anderson. But it's also got Timothy Chalamet in it as well. It does. And Same as Ronan and Bill Murray. You name it, they're probably in it. And it's basically a love letter to journalism. There's portions in the movie that are going to be shown in you know, black and white, which right. you're not going to be all for. But no. I'm a, uh, we, we've gone over this a little bit uh, in topics. I know we've done it off of the podcast before I'm okay with segments that are black and white. Just don't give me the whole movie in black and white. It really annoys me. Uh, but I, I think from watching this, it's just basically, uh, just different, I guess, journalists throughout. I don't know if it's a time period that they're doing at different times and just yeah. kind of their stories and how their stories came to be. And it's almost got like a, a play feel to it. If that makes sense, where you kind of, they almost switch like, um, the way it was shot anyways, from the tra- mm-hmm. watching the trailer, it's almost like they switch sets. Yeah, if that it, makes sense. It feels like it's definitely non-linear, and it feels like an anthology in a way, kind of like yeah. you know, a magazine would be. So I've avoided. It's really cool. A, I've avoided a lot of stuff about it just because I want to go in knowing as little as possible. But it's going to be great. No, so. I'm just going to sleep at the movie theater on October 22nd. <laughs> I would say, just, well, October <laughs> is such a huge month. That's great. why I wanted to do this really quick, is because October has so many mm-hmm. huge movie releases. Well, there's one more. Uh, there is one, one more, more and this is the <laughs> it's because it's the last one in October, October mm-hmm. 29th. It is the last night in Soho. I think we touched on this a little bit uh, in our last episode or a few episodes ago whenever we did the top five. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a very interesting story. Jeff, I'll actually let you do the short synopsis of what you know about the movie. I'm going to give it an an eight. I am very, I'm I'm excited for it. I'm not as excited about it as you are. Mm -hmm. I know this is your top five very excited movies the rest of the year. So give me a short synopsis and, and what you're rating for it. Well, first of all, all I needed to know was that it was written and directed by Edgar Wright. It was also co-written by Christy Wilson Cairns, who co-wrote nineteen seventeen. Okay, so two great screenwriters. Edgar Wright directed Baby Driver and Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. It's also got Anya Taylor Joy coming off The Queen's Gambit, Thomas and McKenzie coming off Old and Jojo Rabbit. Two of my favorite actresses right now. It's just like What's the actor's name. He's in the Crown. Oh, we we discussed. We this did every. I always get confused because he's in Doctor Who, right? Yes. It, it's something like Matt Smith, right? Oh, I don't know. You you could literally say anything, I, any I name, and I it's would. like a generic. Yes, name. but it's the actor who plays Prince Philip in The Crown in the first two seasons. Yeah, that's right. That's that right. is We're if you if this. you know if you've seen The Crown, it's it's him who plays Prince Philip in the first two seasons. Yeah, but the, movie looks, the movie looks really trippy. It um it debuted to a lot of mixed reactions. There's a lot of ten star reviews like this movie will blow you away, and a lot of like one star reviews that are like, "What is Edgar Wright doing? Has he lost it?" In terms of the actual story, it seems pretty ambiguous by the trailers. It's There's something going on real trippy with Thomas and McKenzie's character seeing herself as Anya Taylor-Joy in the past. I believe she somehow witnesses murders taking place in the far past in some yeah. way. We obviously don't know how It's yet. some kind of time travel dream kind of thing she's in. It's an ode to Giallo movies, which are Italian horror movies from the 70s and 80s we discussed in the past. So it'll be really cool. There we go. So I'm guessing it's a 10 for you. Oh, duh. Okay, yeah, 10 for that. Jeff. This is going to be right up Jeff's alley. Trippy, weird stuff. Could end up being my favorite of the year. Dune? I will see. I haven't seen French Dune. Dispatch? Oh, you're saying those. it will be your favorite movie. It I thought you were saying it was like your number one. Was, oh, no, no, no. Dune's not for one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that goes off the uh, the rest of movies that are coming in October. I do want to touch on real quick just movies. We don't have to talk about them for long, but I did want to talk about they were 
a couple movies that were announced and a couple trailers that dropped for yeah, the first time that have it. been out for a while, or they've been announced for a while. The big one, I guess they're the funniest one, Super Mario is, <laughs> is making a movie. Why? Speaking of uh, Taylor Joy. <laughs> yeah, again, she's Princess Peach. Uh, then you have Chris Pratt, who's Mario, Jack Black, who is Donkey Kong, uh, <laughs> Charlie, is it Charlie O'Day or Charlie Day? I think it's Charlie Day. He's I think it's Charlie Day. He's from Always, sunny, always right? sunny in yeah. Philadelphia. He's Luigi. And then you have Seth Rogen, uh, which I'm not really sure. Maybe Toad, I think, Your is guy. who he plays. Your guy, Seth I do Rogen. like Seth Rogen. Uh, <laughs> weird movie. Like, why? I know we had talked. We're, we're thinking about doing uh, um, uh, one of these podcasts just on really dumb movies one time. Mm-hmm. And Jeff and Stephen Cockrell, who was a guest for the Spider-Man episode, both want to do an episode where we just do really stupid movies. They mentioned Super Mario Brothers, <laughs> the other movie, which is apparently ridiculous. I have oh, not seen it. It's awful. Why? I, I want to know why we're making a Super Mario movie. Who asked for this? Who was um, like, you know what needs a movie? Super Mario. Especially after Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Well, I think Sonic made a lot of money. How? Good question, but that's <laughs> the point of this movie. Money. I guess a live action Super Mario. Like, what are they going to do? Race the whole movie? I don't I'm think very... it, is it live action? See, I thought it was going to be animated. Oh, I thought it was live action. I thought it was their voice actors. We oh, really? Wanna, we might I thought check it was live this. action. You I have not looked. Could be right. I have not looked into it because I just saw Super Mario and then I saw that list of actors and I'm like, wow. I really hope that Seth Rogen is live action. God, I hope it's Toad. Well, I hope it's live action too. <laughs> Chris Pratt and Charlie Day are like, Chris Pratt's way bigger than Charlie Day too. Yeah. So it's like Luigi's supposed to be taller. And well, it makes sense because Sonny Taylor Joy literally looks like Peach. Yeah. Especially like in the last night and so That's what I was thinking too is that like Chris Pratt's going to grow out a mustache and just like put on a red hat and then that's <laughs> he's Mario, you know? This is that was in my brain. So yeah. maybe that's, and Jack Black, you know, Gain a little weight, some Donkey Kong, you know, mm. this is that was all going in my head. <laughs> so it definitely could be animated, and I just haven't done any research on it. I just wanted to bring that up. Okay. Uh, the next one we have, this is going to be really, really exciting for Jeff, so I'll let him talk mostly about it. It was Licorice Pizza. The trailer dropped for it, and it basically mm-hmm. follows a child star, child acting star in the 1970s, mm-hmm. and kind of his romance with a, with a girl uh, in high school that he has going on. That's all you really get from the trailer. You see a lot of scenes, but mm-hmm. that's kind of all you get from the trailer. Um, and I'll let you speak on the rest of it because I know you want to mention the the director it's, and the actors. It's PTA, and actors man. And, Paul Thomas Anderson, there we one go. of the best directors alive. Made so many great movies like There Will Be Blood and Punch Drunk Love and The Master. Also, this is uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's son, Cooper Hoffman, will be in this movie, and that's pretty awesome because PTA. P- I was to say, did PTA and um, Philip Seymour Hoffman have kind of a like? A, yeah, they had a they had a long running um, collaboration like. Yeah. Um, Philip Seymour Hoffman was in Boogie Nights and The Master and you know that he's just an incredible actor and it's unfortunate that he passed away when he did but this is so cool that his son will now be in a PTA movie also have you are you familiar with the band Heim the Heim, Heim. sisters yes. no I'm not well um making her feature film debut is Alana Heim from that band and um PTA directed a lot of their music videos so that's kind of a cool connection that is there. cool in terms of the story it seems like I think it's taking place kind of in the same universe as Boogie Nights, like years before. It's kind of like a throwback. I think it's kind of like PTA's version of Days and Confused, you know, just yeah. like a hangout coming of age movie. It um, does seem like that. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It, it looks interesting. It's got an all star cast. It's got Bradley Cooper. It's got uh, Cooper Hoffman. And Sean got, Penn. Uh, yeah, and Sean Penn. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of got all those, those people in it. And it seems interesting. Um, it's not right up my alley, but it's right up Jeff's alley. This if, seems like yeah. a once upon a time in Hollywood where not yes. much is going to actually happen in the movie, in my opinion, but it's going to be, <laughs> but it's going to be right up Jeff's alley. Jeff's going to love that nothing happens in this movie. To be so honest like, with you. That scene where they just talked in the restaurant for three <laughs> hours. Oh my God. I loved it. 
<laughs> you were you're messed up. Uh, if I'd have known this movie was for sure coming out 2021, it'd have been in my top five anticipated because it was still it was still under the title Soggy Bottom. It's yeah, like I saw that. I title. saw that. Which what a name. Yeah, it was like a working title, but yeah. I thought it was going to be pushed to 2022, or else it would have made my top five. Very 1970s. Everything about it is very 1970s. Yeah. Uh, the mu- I loved the song they used for the trailer too. I don't know if we talked oh, about that uh, at all, but David I Bowie. Is that David Life on Mars, yeah. Okay, yeah. Great song. Awesome. Uh, I thought, well, I thought, let's put it this way. I loved the way that they used it mm-hmm. in the trailer. I let's put it that agree. way. Um, next up, we have the Spencer trailer drop. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is the uh, Princess Diana. Uh, I think it's a, a, the, a biopic for Princess Diana, mm-hmm. I believe. Maybe it's just a dramatic retelling of, of Princess Diana. Yeah, it's the same director that did Jackie a few years back with Natalie Portman. So. Got you, got you. So it, it looks, in, I've, I've heard, it's Kristen Stewart playing Princess Diana, mm-hmm. just her going through the, the drama and the, it's got a, a big, I, I don't know if you've seen the trailer. I have. I think I sent it to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it really has a crown feel. Um, the yeah. first season of The Crown, if you've seen it, when Queen Elizabeth gets thrown into being queen early when her father passes away, she's like, uh, you, and they have a line in the trailer. It's like, you have to be two separate people. You have to be the real you, and then you have to be the queen in front of the cameras. You're, yeah. It's not, it doesn't have to be you, but in front of everybody else, you are the queen. They had a feel just like that of Princess Diana going through all that stuff. And I, I, I think Kristen Stewart's got a lot of Oscar buzz rolling from this. Yeah, that's the word. Um, that she just is amazing in it um her british accent sounds cool yeah it's weird to see her with the british accent i guess i'm used to twilight christmas stewart <laughs> right exactly uh so um no i'm pretty excited for this what do you think jeff yeah christmas stewart's been taking on some really interesting projects she's really trying to wash off the you know twilight the twilight <laughs> film same well, thing pattinson was able to do i'm so. sure i'm sure you've seen all the memes or the the jokes of videos about like christmas stewart's acting or her facial expressions in mm-hmm. twilight they're just the most ridiculous <laughs> things ever <laughs> So, uh, and she's probably trying to just be like, hey, I'm actually a good actress. Yeah, like, which she is. She I, really is. So. Again, I'm excited to see this because I'm excited to see her acting yeah. real realistically, I guess, in this movie. And I'm sure she's great. I'm a big history guy, so I like mm-hmm. anything that's kind of biopics that tells me a little bit more about the history that I don't know much about. Obviously, yeah. Princess Diana passed away before I was around, before right. I knew what was going on, before I knew what anything... I don't think I was born yet, so... Uh, I, I'm interested to see about that whole storyline and what happens. Sure. I mean, I'm not huge on biopics in general, but on period piece dramas, I love them. Something about it, like the costume design, the production design, everything. I just yeah. love it. Take me to a different era. I yeah. love it. But the most interesting thing to me about this movie is it was written by Stephen Knight. This is the creator of Peaky Blinders. Really? Yeah. I didn't realize that. So, wow. What a, what a detour for him. This will be really <laughs> this will be fascinating. Go He's, from uh, British mobsters to uh, the British royal family. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm, I'm fascinated to see how this is. No, I mean, I, I think I think it'll be cool to see a period piece and see Kristen Stewart acting. Yeah. Um, the next one, I think you're going to love this one. Uh, it's American Underdog. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the Kurt Warner story. Uh, for people, anybody who doesn't know, Kurt Warner played for the uh, Los Angeles Rams, I believe in the early 2000s, right? When they were the sh- uh, the greatest show on turf. Or was that the night? It was the 90s. It was the 90s. Sorry. The 90s. Um, Kurt Warner... Uh, was a grocery store, didn't make it in NFL, didn't make it in Canadian Football League, and then got a call when there was a lot of injuries that happened to the Rams, uh, and then ended up starting for them, creating a Hall of Fame career out of it, winning a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl uh, champ. Yeah, and then he that team still gets called the greatest show on turf because their offense was so electric, and yeah. you know he was literally bagging groceries at a grocery store in somewhere up north because it was cold. Unbelievable uh, story. Yeah, just an unbelievable story. And then uh, this is kind of the, the biopic for that. Um, I don't know if you've seen the trailer. 
I have, unfortunately. Okay. So it does not look good. Um, it looks kind of lame. It looks like uh, every other, I guess, inspirational sports movie you've ever seen. They yeah. they just kind of stealing from all that. Which I mean, how much? I guess how much different can you make it since it's supposed to be an inspirational story? I guess there's not much mm-hmm. drama. I'm not a huge fan of is it Zachary Snyder? No, that's not Zachary Snyder. It's Zachary Levi. Yes, Zachary Levi. Levi. Is the uh, is the actor portraying Kurt Warner? Mm-hmm. Not the biggest fan of him ever. Um, and it looks like they shoot the football scenes, actual playing football, like they do the Ted Lasso soccer scenes. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. The way it's shot and the lighting for it yeah. is almost identical. If you've seen Ted Lasso, the way mm-hmm. they shoot the actual playing of soccer, if it's a night game or whatever, mm-hmm. is how they shot with the lighting the Kurt Warner yeah. bio- biopic. So. It eh. looks really bad. <laughs> it's the kind of movie that's going to be, it's probably going to be a crowd pleaser that, that people enjoy. Though it's like not that well made, you know. I, th- I think it's it's got a purpose. I think people enjoy it for what it is probably, but it's it just looks so poorly made. I think this is going to be like, it, it's supposed to be inspirational and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But you remember that movie came out uh, draft day? Yes. And it ended up getting horrible reviews, like it wasn't that good of a movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be similar to that, where they're trying to do an NFL kind of storyline. And obviously, this is a much different storyline than Draft Day, completely different. But mm-hmm. I just think it's going to fall flat. Yeah, it's. I don't think it's going to be great. I think, obviously, like Kurt Warner, if you don't know his story, it's an insanely cool story. Like That never happens. Mm-hmm. If you don't make it in the NFL your first go, you almost never get another shot. And to be bagging groceries and go from that one week to playing for the Los Angeles Rams the next week and win a Super Bowl and have one of the greatest quarterback careers of all time after, you know, after you've graduated college, after you've already been cut from teams, after you couldn't even make the Canadian Football League. Mm -hmm. I think he's playing arena football for a little while too, uh, just to be able to play for the NFL and have such a career. It's an amazing story. But I think... This was before they were LA as well, by the way. Were they St. Louis? They were, yeah. But that, those, that, that ends our kind of movie talk, our, our trailer slash movie announcement talk. So, All right, Stephen. Well, since we have officially decided that we are going to be doing the OG Halloween on next week's episode, that's right, the original Halloween from 1978 directed by John Carpenter, make sure you go watch it before our next episode. That way you can listen along. Stephen, why don't you tell everybody what they should be watching next in addition to the OG Halloween? So I'm going to cheat a little bit here with my recommendation. Now we're watching Halloween. I recommend everybody to go ahead and watch H2O. <laughs> I'm cheating. It's a dumb movie. It is It is so good, though. It's so dumb that it's good. Do you know if it's on anything? I do not. I haven't looked it up. I can look it up right now, actually. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's the Michael Myers Halloween, but for some reason, Buster Rhymes is in it. <laughs> uh, for some reason, it's like teenagers again, but they're like all trapped in this house with Michael Myers. Um, and it's just really like <laughs> the feats of strength that Michael Myers has in this movie, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, to spoil the ending a little bit, he gets kicked into fire at the end by Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes is the hero. So any movie that where Buster Rhymes is the hero, you got to watch. watch. Let's see. <laughs> so it's like one of the – I mean, it is the worst uh, Halloween by far. I mean, I guess depending on your Dude, Halloween take, 3 is kind of really bad. I mean, I so – I will say this. Halloween, I love the Michael Myers stuff, I guess, however you want to say that. All right, so it's got, let's see, it's a 30 audience score. Great. Um, 
It is on Fubo, whatever that is. Okay, so it's not anywhere you can you just watch it. it. Yeah, three bucks. Honestly, I'm gonna rent it. <laughs> but that is my recommendation: Halloween H2O. So you're gonna watch Halloween, and then you're just gonna skip all the other Halloweens. And you're just gonna go to Halloween H2O. You're going to get a great feeling going into Halloween Kills. You're like, oh my gosh, H2O might be the best movie of all time. I can't wait to watch Halloween Kills. And that is our show this week, Jeff. I think we, I think we were productive. And that is all. And uh, thank you guys for listening. And follow us on all our social medias. <laughs>